The cannabis industry can be very scary and exciting at the same time, but you're not alone. Join the community and understand all the different influential people and ancillary providers who can help you scale and grow your audience and your business. I'm your host, Kamin Thrath. Let's dive into the Cannabis Business Development Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Today on the show, we're excited to welcome Alex Hamp and James Appleton, co-founders of Absolute Aid. Absolute Aid is more than just your mama's CPD. They give natural mental and physical aid to empower those who seek to do more. Their collection of gummies and topical creams serve as an aid to the lifestyle they live and promote through their brand. They believe in taking their motivations and turning them into a discipline. And they want everyone to live up to their potential that they know they're capable of because they've seen it within their own lives. Whether someone needs better sleep to accomplish the day's tasks or focus for work or the gym or pain relief holding them back from doing more with their family, they are here to aid them in every way they can. On a personal level, Alex and James are both highly motivated go-getters. Alex is the formal drummer of a world-renowned band called War of Ages, which has sold over 100,000 albums worldwide. He also is the proud father of three kids and a devoted husband to a woman who he describes as the real CEO of Absolute Aid. I can completely relate to that. <laughs> James is also a devoted husband and a father of girls. In his free time, he enjoys working as a licensed outdoor guide and competing in powerlifting competitions. He truly is a man who loves nothing more than seeing other people set a goal for themselves and putting in the work to accomplish it. Everyone, get ready for an amazing episode. Welcome to the show, Alex and James. Yeah, thanks for having us. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much. Being fathers and being surrounded by our wonderful wives who, yes, we call CEO in, in our personal lives and sometimes the hidden CEO in our professional lives, right? <laughs> yeah, Natalie, my wife is just the, uh, she's the CEO of, of Absolute Aid easily. Me and James joke about it daily. She's a real jack of all trades. She just knows how to do everything from internet to marketing to websites to just, yeah, shout out to you, Natalie. Thanks for uh, doing the things you do on top of everything else you're already doing. This is the purpose of the community that we're building here in this podcast and in the cannabis community is it takes a village. It takes all people from professional to family and friends to help us be better, but also to help our businesses be better. Tell me a little bit about like how this all started. How did you guys meet? How did you guys get together? Me and James met on tour. We were label mates on the same label, Face Down Records, as you you know, mentioned before, I was in a band called War of Ages. James played bass for a band called Letters to the Exiles. We just became really good friends on tour. And his guitar player, Mark, started playing guitar for us to help us out when our guitar player stepped down. We and him just always kept in contact. They had an inside bet going about who would be successful in my band. Years later, I gave him a call about what I was doing. Absolute aid. James was like, I want in. And here we are today. Yeah, that's the short, quick version. That's pretty much what it was. Alex and I have just been buddies for a long time. Alex is the type of person you'll notice as soon as he meets you, he just wants to be your friend. He, if anyone who watches The Office, he has a lot of Michael Scott qualities to him in that regard. He just oh. is a genuine dude who wants to just be everyone's friend. So that's something that I've always known. And Alex gets himself into great situations with people because he's just like a real dude. We've always connected just in life in general. We both have kids. We're both married. When Alex and I spoke on the phone 
last year and he was, we're just catching up, just typical catching up. And I was currently dealing with some life changes happening. He started talking to me about this company he was building and we just were just vibing and just going through. And I said, yeah, I would very much to be in a part of this. It was 100% kind of one of those situations where right call at the right time. He had no idea what I had, I guess, gone through a week prior with my own line of work and whatnot. It was just like a timing was perfect. And it just seemed, yep, there was a greater power at hand that made that random phone call happen at the time that it did. And here we are on your podcast. Alex, like, how did you start out with it? Was this something that you were doing on the side? Was this something you were all in on? Like, what made you jump into that entrepreneurial spirit? I've always had the entrepreneurial side built into me. Nothing has ever been about me. It's always been about the people around me that I've always read and always felt that if you build the people around you, it will always build you. If I did something kind for someone else, I would always ask them not to say it came from me because I believe that my reputation will always go, oh man, Alex, like right away they go, he was involved. And my name was always growing behind the scenes of the music industry to all these different industries. With War of Ages, I met a company called Pure Slabs that gave me my first job and they took me to a whole nother level. And the owner of that company said, one day you should start your own company. You have a lot of connections through that. I was hanging out with some friends and this is how the whole cannabis thing started. I've been straight edge since I've been 17. I'm 37 now. And, um, straight edge means no drugs, no alcohol, no promiscuous sex. Life hit me at my buddy's house one night and I started having my first anxiety attack. I'm with all these millionaires in these huge houses and I'm sitting here making $30,000 a year and I have two kids and it all hit me. And I just went, what am I doing in my life? I'm in a band. I'm working for a supplement company. And I feel like I've always felt like I was bigger than everything that I was doing. And I didn't know how to get to that bigger stage. I started having an anxiety attack. And my buddy was like, yo, are you okay? And I said, I don't know what's going on because I've never had this feeling before. And so he looks at me, he goes, smoke this. And I was like, are you out of your mind? I'm straight edge. And then he made the comment to me, you can't come back in my house. I have friends coming over. You're going to freak everybody out. That was like panicking in his garage. Like I couldn't sit up. I was like against the wall. And he was like, this is not okay. I finally just bit the bullet and I took a hit off his joint because I was like bummed. I didn't know what was going on. And within 15 minutes, I completely went from red con freaking out, having a heart attack to hundred percent control of my thoughts, of my body, of who I was. And I looked at him and I was like, I thought losers smoked because that's the way it was always portrayed to me. Losers smoke. Oh, low life smoke. And I looked at him and I was like, is, is this marijuana or is this CBD? And he just started laughing. He goes, this is marijuana. And I said, how did this how I'm like just confused of like what just happened. And he started explaining it to me. He's, you've known me for five years. You've never not seen me high. And I was like, wait, what? And he goes, when you have around 200 employees and you have to go to bed at night and you're thinking about 200 employees and half of them are, you know, husband and wife and they work for you. And if you fail, they don't eat. There's no money on the table. And it's like, all these things sort of coming to, you know, my mind. He deals with the same thing that I'm literally thinking about right now on a totally different level. I'm just thinking about my two kids. He's thinking about his kids and 200 employees. And I just went, whoa, 
so you deal with this too. And he goes, yeah, he's, I, it's hard for me to focus. So I smoke to get the edge off so I can focus on what I'm doing. And I'm like, so this is what it does. And then he started explaining to me, CBD is completely on a different spectrum. Like it helps with this part of the body and this and all these different things. And that's when it started hitting me going, I completely have been showing this wrong. And I'm sitting in front of this man that's probably worth $40 million telling me that, yeah, this is totally okay. Like this isn't like a drug, like you can't OD on this. It's just not what they say it is. So of course, being the guy that I am, I went home that night and just started researching and researching marijuana, THC, CBD. And through that, I went to a a metal concert and saw Levi for the, not for the first time, but rekindled that relationship. And I jokingly made a comment to him, yo, we're going to start a company, take over the world. I have something in the works. And then that's when I met Sheldon Robinson. He owns Obert Bioscience in Oklahoma. It's a 90,000 square foot facility for THC. And he also owns a CBD manufacturer. Through that is where the whole deal started being formed of like how we're going to formulate our products and, and everything of gearing towards focus, sleep, calm, relief, pain cream, and the other products that we're developing right now. And it's once that all got organized and the products were made, labels were made, I was like, holy cow, we've done it. It took me three and a half years to get this all sorted, three and a half, four years to get it sorted. And I was excited. And so that's when I called James and was like, dude, I got this thing going on, man. I was really excited about it. And James is like, man, you're really fired up about this. And then that's when the whole game changed. James is like, I need to be involved with this because one, he understood and saw the opportunity of everything that I built. Two, he understood that I had relationships that I've built over the years. And then now they're all starting to come into our favor because of all these relationships I've built over the 15 to 20 years of networking behind the scenes and reworking everything, adjusting, nothing that we have done has not been planned or strategically set in motion. Me and James have never just been like, let's just see what happens. Let's just throw it against the wall. It's always been, this might be a 400 yard shot but we know exactly what we're going to try to hit. And we've always landed pretty close and then we readjust and then we do it again and it's working really well. And I'm really proud of what we've done and the hard work that I put in the beginning was huge for what we have now. And now I feel personally was the biggest element missing was James came in and completely changed me even as a man he just started challenging me to just be everything that we say that we are he was like i can go into great detail but since james came on board my diet has completely changed my nutritionist is blown away by the results that i've been getting to i picked up brazilian jiu-jitsu and i'm accelerating that at a a fast rate i'm just not the same i wake up at 5 a.m every morning well 4 30 and I meditate in the morning, I read my Bible, I read my book. I expand in every aspect of my life. I'm trying to, our motto is seek to do more. And it's every single thing that I sit down, I give it everything I have. And at the end of the day, I can actually go to sleep proud of the man that I was that day. And that's a huge thing to say. And I'm really honored that like when James came in, he was like, now this is what we're gonna do. And I'm like, whoa. This is the way that it rolls. This is something I've been missing. So I can keep going, but I'll, I'll pause it right there and let James go. For me, just 
what I've always been. I spend a lot of time in the weight room. I'm just like always a very health-minded individual and I'm a more natural-minded health individual. The cannabis space has been a very demonized arena forever. Our government has demonized this and it has been branded so incorrectly and there's obvious reasons. The pharmaceutical companies have to get paid and that's why something so natural and so simple as cannabis has been demonized. So for me, it's definitely... I've always gravitated towards that sort of health and wellness, the natural approach. And yeah, from just chatting with Alex and knowing where he is and what the cannabis space, and in particular for me, CBD is and does, it was a no brainer that this was the right call at the right time, as I mentioned before. And that was, I don't know, that was last year at some point. And it was before we had officially opened the doors and now we're moving and things are moving and uh, inch by inch we move forward and that's where we're at the point and good things are on the horizon. So things have been going very smoothly and it's an exciting time. So how long have you guys been together as partners? How long has the business been operating? I want to say the phone call happened in August of 2021. We launched the company November 13th. And then on Christmas day, <laughs> me and James got all the phone and we just started, we always call it spit and fire at each other. And I happened to be in Florida on vacation with my family and he was at home with his family. And it, it's not that we weren't happy with the direction. We just felt that we were missing elements. Like I've told you, James is a very big like doer. If he says he's going to do something, you don't ever have to question it. If he says he's going to be somewhere, do something, it'll get done with excellence. Everything that we even try to do as a company is excellent. Not okay if it's not. We do it our best that we can and we give it our all. And so during that conversation, of course, he busts out, seek to do more. And we both just stopped. And I was like, that is the hardest thing I've ever heard. And he was like, it's in everything of life. This seek to do more slogan movement that we're trying to create is beyond supplements, CBD, it is a, what are you trying to do in your life? Oh, I want to work. Then seek, do more in that. Get out there. What do you need from us? Let's build a community that when you have questions or heartache, you can pop in and be like, my back is hurting or it's this, that, and the other. Instead of being like, take two Tylenol and then get back at it. It's what are you doing? Take a video of what you're doing. Let us age you naturally. We have one of the most, you know, renowned powerlifters in the world or not one of the most renowned powerlifter in the world, Ray Williams. And he's a partner, owner of the company. And we have him at our fingertips that we could send him a video and he could critique it right then and there. James can critique it. He goes to powerlifting meets. He competes. There's a community right there. Oh man, I want to do better at archery. We have our fingertips on great archers. Oh, I want to be a triathlete. What does it take to do that? And then it's like our products come in when you feel like the edge is there. And it's really not because mentally you're always like, right when you feel like you're getting close to the edge, your body starts to reject. It starts to get, oh man, this is scary. In reality, you could still go three or four more steps. So that's where I feel like sometimes our product could come in going, it takes off the edge. So you can just go a little further and going, oh, I still had a lot more in the tank. Yes, that's the whole community, the movement that we're creating, that it's just, it's so much bigger than just, oh yeah, we got CBD. It's no. Like this is a way bigger than that on December 25th that happened. And then the next day is when notes started coming through. Natalie stepped in because she saw all the work that me and James 
and Levi, our other partner, were putting in. January, James, would you say January 15th or 18th is when we launched the new site? I don't remember specifics of that, but yeah, early in the first quarter is when that the first, as we mentioned, it's brand new, but yeah, the first, the first month and a half was definitely the growing pains and everything went wrong and it could go wrong after the launch according to plan. But come quarter one, which we just finished the first quarter, the growth that we saw was tremendous as the vision continues to move forward and we're doing things. I don't know, we're taking maybe a different approach to what the cannabis space, what business is, you know, I want people to know themselves that they can do more when they just decide to. We have a slogan within our company that change begins with a choice followed by action and effort. And that's all it takes. And I've seen that within my own life. And I've been able to build up that confidence and that experience from doing things where I, I want to make a change in my life. So I make the choice and then I create a game plan to do that. And I just put in the damn effort to make those changes. And it definitely is one of those things. If I could do it, so can you. And I feel so strongly about that. And that's why in your intro, you mentioned that I like to see people succeed. And man, does that get me fired up when I see people who wanted to change, they made an effort and here they are reaping the benefits. And that's how I feel that this approach for our brand, for our business, it's, I want to see the great things that you're out there doing. It might be someone who's skiing. It might be somebody who is trying to make changes and be a better dad with their kids. Obviously we have a soft spot for that world. We have many kids in the family of absolute aid. I just want to see that. And when you do that, great things happen. And how I feel in particular, our products, our CBD products work is it's you are so capable of doing so many great things, but we all have different things that we need help on, or we're a little low on focus. Our sleep is trash, which therefore affects everything in everyday life. We're just, our knees are shot. So we can't do things that we want to do great. We have some products to help you do that, but more than anything, we want to see you out doing great things that we know every person is capable of. And that's really what the essence of absolute aid is. And we're not out here to push. We're not out here to tell you why our products are better than this person's products or we're better than this person's products. It's not about that. We just want to see you out there doing great things. And again, anyone is capable of doing these things and the message we want to let people know it. it just starts with a simple choice followed by action and effort. And that will take you to great things. And that ultimately will be a much more satisfying conclusion that we'll see when someone makes some changes and makes a choice to better themselves in any category of life. It's more satisfying than making a hundred dollar sale or something on your website, in my opinion. And that's who we are. That's what we believe. And that's what we move forward doing because that's just what we are. That's as being as authentic as we can in general. So James, maybe you guys can answer this one at a time because I can hear the passion and your purpose. It goes deeper than that. Something within your experience, your background, like it's mindset, right? And mindset comes mm -hmm. from what you know. So there had to have been something that I would like to hear, like what happened in each of your lives that has given you that mindset to have your purpose? Because purpose can only go as far as mindset, which is the actions that you mentioned. From a marketing and branding standpoint, this is the difference between brands who win and who don't win in the world because it's understanding the story and the why behind what you guys are doing. Because of course, like products, CBD products or just any products and services out there can be equally as good. The yep. differentiator of brands that do really well are those that can articulate their story very well, but also be very authentic. So I want to have our audience understand 
what was the trigger for you? What was the mindset? What happened there for you guys to have this purpose? I think for me personally, it's just, I'm 35 years old now. And over the last like 10, 15 years, I've just developed this kind of mindset of if I want to accomplish something, it's on me. No one else is there. Yes, you'll have people who will help you. And that's amazing. We all have those people who have helped us. But like, ultimately, it comes down to you. And before we were on the podcast, we were talking about I'm a bottom line guy, just like yourself. It's like bottom line, all details aside, it's up to you to make the change. And then when you accept that and you accept that personal responsibility and you start to do things, well, damn, you see, I am capable of doing these things. I am capable of making this change or I want to seek, go after this goal and then boom, you do it. And for me, it really just, it's like a snowball. You do it once. And so I gained some momentum and I gained some um, confidence in going after this goal and getting there, but then you do it again and in a totally different realm. For example, for me, I guess you could say different things. We talked about music earlier. I wanted so desperately to, you know, be in a touring band. So we went through hell and we got there. We signed to a record label. We put out albums. That's how Alex and I met our bands toured together. And then another subject. So I've worked in the film industry for the last 13 years on like the biggest Hollywood movies and TV series that you could think of. And that career is hard. It's hard to get into. It's hard to do. But I was the one back in the day, fresh out of college, I was the one scouring crappy Craigslist ads, working for 50 bucks a day. And then like over time, now I'm doing Academy Award winning movies, Emmy winning television series. I knew what it took to get to where I want to go. I knew the direction and I'm the one sleeping in my car in the streets of New York because that's what I have to do to get to the place I want to be. I know, oh, I live 300 miles away from New York. Well, that's fine. I'm going to travel down there. I'm going to sleep in my car. I'm going to go do the job because that will lead to the next job, which will lead to the next job. And then in other elements of life, let's say like the fitness element, I've been able to basically lose almost a hundred pounds in my life and keep it off for eight years because this is just who I am now. There is no not training. There is no going back in a sense because I have the confidence to do it because I did it once and then I did it a second time and I did it a third time and all different elements of life. And to me, that is how you build that confidence up and you build that kind of uh, understanding that, wow, you are capable of these things, go after it and do it. And uh, yeah, to me, it, it really just starts with just one time. And to be honest with you, you want something funny, what started my whole kind of, I guess you could call it physical transformation a decade ago was flossing, <laughs> to be completely honest. I had a dentist appointment and then I had another dentist appointment a month later. The woman you know, who like cleans your teeth before the dentist came in was like, you really need to start flossing more. You know, you can make a huge change in your life if you just start flossing just once a day. And uh, she's, you're going to be back here in a, in a month from now. And I want to see your teeth in a drastically better position in a month from now. And I was like, oh man, yes, I don't floss nearly enough. So during that 30 days, I started flossing. I even made a joke to my wife every day. Like I said to her, life changes. I'm making life changes. Day three, flossing. It was something so simple and so stupid as flossing. But damn that. And I, I say it honestly, that was the trigger that really started like 
the snowball cascade of the physical transformation, you could say, which also therefore a physical and a transformation is as mental as physical, but like something as stupid and simple as flossing. And I went into the dentist 30 days later um, for the other appointment that I had. And she was like, you've been flossing. Great job. And it was like, wow, that simple little thing. Well, I can do it when I decide to do it. And yeah, it's funny how it's something stupid like that, but like anyone listening, it could, that could be what starts the snowball starts small and they grow to big things when you keep going. The difference, James, was that you made it a priority. Everyone knows what they need to do. It's a choice, but then you have to make it a priority to execute in that choice. Yeah. Um, because I just started getting back to working out last year and I knew health, right? Healthy mind and body to be mm -hmm. optimal as a leader. You got to take care of yourself because once you take care of yourself, then you can take care of your family and your workers. Because if you don't take care of yourself and then all of a sudden you crash and burn, now you're letting everyone else around you down. It was a trigger for me because I was just hearing other, I had a mentor who I was listening to and, and he's like, got to make it a priority. And we hear it all the time, but for whatever reason, mm -hmm. it finally clicked. And it's, but it's better that it clicked later than never, but that Absolutely. was incredible that you know, the flossing and I actually ran yeah. into the same thing. I, I hated flossing I, and I always had aspirations to do it after every dentist appointment. And then finally, what are a few years later, it clicked and do it all the time now. So it's like the small thing that you can do that leads to big things. And I always say too, people are like, oh, I don't have time to train. I don't have time to go to the gym today. And I always say right where you're standing. I want you to jump up and down for the next five minutes straight. You have five minutes. Jump up and down for the next five minutes straight and tell me how hard your heart be is beating, how much sweat is coming down from you. It does not take a lot. Anything is better than nothing. And that's not just with like working out. That's reading five pages a day of a real book is better than nothing. Because why in 10 days from now, you've read 50 pages. Great. A 250 page book won't take you that long to read when you just read a mere five pages a day. It could be literally anything. I just, I feel like people forget this or they think everything has to be these big grandiose declarations and it doesn't have to be that way. You start small, but the caveat is be consistent. And if you're consistent, even with small changes, well, over time, those add up to monster changes. And I know for me, that kind of mindset definitely comes down to, and it comes back to my, you know, training in the weight room where if you just add five pounds on the bar, it doesn't sound like a lot of weight, but five pounds month after month in a year, that's 60 pounds. 60 pounds is a lot of weight to add onto the bar. But when you break it down and you keep it consistent, that's the message that we want to preach. And again, it's not just, we don't believe everybody has to, is like lacking or anything like that. It's just, I know that everyone, if you're honest with yourself, I could do better in this category. I could do better in that category. And when you want to, and you reap those benefits of having the goal and going after it and succeeding, it just, like I was saying, it snowballs to every other element of life. Like whether for me, it was like building the career or it was the physical element or the family element. How many moms and dads out there could stand to be a little more present with their children and then watch what happens when you build that relationship. You'll never trade it for the world with your kids. So I do feel like it's just, it builds that confidence and, and it builds that momentum and you become an unstoppable person. And in my opinion, unstoppable people are what we need more of in this world. And when you are that person and that you become that, nothing is off the table. And that's a great, it's a great place to be. Anyone who's being honest would say, I would like to be in that place to, you know, circle back to absolute aid. That's what we are here to help with. We are here to aid you on whatever 
you know, you're looking to do. And we know that you're capable without any of our products. You don't need our products to do these things. But if you do need a little extra help in this category, that category, we are right here for you. We are here to support you. And ultimately, that's what we want to see from you. And uh, yeah, we're here for it, more or less. To make a long-winded answer shorter, we're here for you. I want to touch on one of the statements that James just made about going after something. When you go to a successful person and you say, do you dream? Their dreaming is totally different than someone who's not successful in dreams. And I sat there thinking to myself, when that was told by one of my mentors, I go, what do you mean? He goes, we believe that anything that we think of, we can just do. Right when he said that, I went to go reply back to him and I stopped and went, you said, think, not dream. I used to dream all the time. Oh man, I dream that I'm going to be this person, this successful. And when you make the small things happen first, like flossing your teeth, you're like, oh man, I could do that. And then it's, oh, what else could I change about myself? And you start looking around, like, I'm going to start shaving every three days to make sure that my hair looks good. I'm going to start eating better. I'm going to start eating a couple of vegetables a day. It's like these random little things that you change. You start to see that these elements of your life start to change. These dreams start to come true around you because you're changing elements that make other things start to click in. When a successful person or person going after success makes one thing happen, and it was one of their dreams of, I want to drop a hundred pounds and they make it happen. That dream became a reality. After you make so many dreams become reality, the dreaming element stops because they think that anything they can think of is what they can deliver out in front of them. So they go, I want to turn absolute aid into a million dollar company. What does that look like? How do we have to do that? And then you go from the top and you start to break it back down to the one thing I'm going to do today, this week, today, that's going to help this week. This week is going to help this month. This month is going to be the six months, one year, five year, boom, we're a million dollar company. But we knew we could do it because we knew that a dream is just another sense of what we have to do to make reality happen. And that's what doers come in. I can come to James and say, I want to climb that big mountain. And James goes, have you ever climbed a small mountain? No, let's accomplish that first. So you understand what it takes to do that dream. Because when we conquer the first one, you go, that was hard right away. You go, I need to start working out better. I need to start eating more clean. It's this snowball effect. That's what happened with me in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I started. I was way overweight. I couldn't barely move. I threw my back out. I threw my arms out. My wrist started hurting. And then James came in the picture. James just challenged me to change little elements about me. Do you have a list? And I was like, no. And he goes, you try writing a list down of things that you should accomplish each day. And I'm like, that sounds smart. So I started doing that. And then it was, you should start reading. Do you read? I said, no, I'm going to read. And then I said, I'm going to start studying CBD and studying business plans, studying these. And James, I'm going to do the same. So now we started feeding off each other to all these elements of my day. Everything started changing. My jujitsu started changing. And then you just start analyzing and just start critiquing yourself. And I start bouncing things off, James. What do you think? Add more protein to your diet. I go to my nutritionist. This is what I need to do. Yep, you're absolutely right. We're there now. All my dreams started coming realities. And if anything is possible, like that's that's. Every time you hear a successful story from Steve Harvey, Dwayne Johnson, you always say, man, I had $8 in my pocket. I, I was almost homeless. And it's, they never stopped. They just went, I got this. And they just kept pushing. And then boom, they went to the other side. When the things get hard, 
is when most people go, yeah, I'm done. I have to the talent, man. It gets rough. But when you have someone like a partner like James or Ray Williams or Levi, they're like, bro, you got this. And you're like, yeah, I got this, man. I do got this. And those are some of the, for me, those are some of the turning points of my life. James answered, you know, what was for him? When I was in War of Ages and we started, I was like, man, we want to be on the big label. And when that happened, I was like, oh, I want to be on MTV. Four months later, we're on MTV. And I was like, whoa, I want to go on a big national tour. Boom, we were on a big national tour. I was like, everything that we've said we're going to do, we keep accomplishing. But I want to go overseas. Boom, we were one of the first Space Town bands to go overseas the way that we did. And I'm like, I want to go on some of the biggest metal national tours. And James knows we start hitting those. And I'm like, this is the craziest thing that's ever going on. And what was going on with me was the imposter syndrome of I'm just not good enough. I'm just not, I would hear some people like James or mentors of mine tell me the things that I've done is you're one of the good guys. Don't lose that. And I'm like, I don't even know what that means. What does that mean? I'm one of the good guys. Like I'm barely struggling in what we're doing. And as I started growing, I have this in me, like it's built in me. Don't lose who you are. Don't lose the good guy essence of you. keep fighting forward. And that's where absolutely they started coming into the mix. I'm like, I built all this, all these connections that could benefit me but benefit the people around me to build a culture to doing exactly what I've always wanted to do. It's never been about me. It's been about others. And so now this company could give me this, this platform to being like, how much did you make last year? hundred grand. Well, my company made 40 million and I gave it all away. It's like not saying we're doing that, but that's almost like, that makes sense to me. I was like, I want to bless people. I want to do great things. And it's because it's some people out there just, everybody needs a little bit of a, kicking the butt in their own way. Me, mm -hmm. I've had some of the most successful mentors as like James has been on the call with some of them. When I tell you that these men are amazing, like they are phenomenal. And it's for some reason, James came in and just gave me a push from behind, but he's known me for so long that it meant almost more to me coming from him and the kind words. And then the also like, the shove of, bro, you need to get going. I'm like, holy crap, what have I been doing the past year? And he told me the other day, dude, who you've changed in the past three months is nuts to me because it was like, if I don't do this, I'm failing myself, I'm failing my family, I'm failing everybody around me. I need to make changes, not for this brand, but for who I am. And if I don't do that, then who am I representing? We're saying that this is our brand, this is who we were going to be and I'm not doing that, then we fail from the start. And so I just started making these changes and then, man, it just fires me up. Now, ah, oh, dude, I get so amped up about <laughs> the wall right now. Yeah. <laughs> Calm. I just want to mention one thing that Alex said too. He mentioned when people tell you that you can do this, I think there is nothing more powerful. I might be the most powerful sentence in the English language really is when you have this idea that I'm not here to give you a fish. I'm here to give you a fishing pole, but I'm going to give you a fish so that you're not hungry while you're out there fishing. I think that is the best thing that you could do for someone when you tell them you can do this and you genuinely mean it. It's not just some BS wannabe inspirational nonsense. It's like, 
when people hear that and someone else buys into what I know you can do, that is when change happens. That is when big things are accomplished, when other people believe in what you can do and what you can accomplish. I think that's the message that people aren't pushing to one another nearly enough. And this could be like, you could tell your kids, you could tell your brother, your sister, your friends, your coworkers. And I think that confidence comes when you have seen you as in like an individual has seen what can be done when you start to grind it out and you get that confidence in you and you know that other people can accomplish this too. And then you start, you know, pushing that to other people. And that's what we're trying to do with this brand because we just so believe that you can do these big things that you want to. I think that is a better way to touch someone. You can aid someone's, let's say they're not sleeping well and you can help them with that. Fantastic. Or they have arthritis and wow, how great is a pain cream and arthritis or like a bum knee in the gym? It's awesome. But when you tell someone and you get them to believe that, yes, I can do this, I can accomplish whatever this is for you and it's different for everyone. To me, that is the big thing. That is what we want to see from people. And that to me, you can do this is just, it's a sentence that we don't say enough. And I'm going to challenge you to come, tell someone this week, tell someone today that you can do what you're trying to do, but genuinely think about it and, and get to the point where you truly believe that somebody can do this. Or think about if what you were doing at one point, if someone who was maybe further along in the, their own journey told you that you can do this, big things come. And I think that is, you know, it's just like a message that I think whether absolute aid crashes and burns yesterday or goes on for a hundred years from now, that is just like the life that I personally and Alex personally just believes that we need to hear more of because human connection and pushing each other along in a great way is what ultimately will better everyone. Everybody wins at the, in that regard. And yeah, I just wanted to touch on that because Alex said the sentence, you can do this. And to me, it's just, I wish that more people were telling one another that they can do this. Not, I'm going to do this for you. Not, oh, that would be nice. No, you can do this. And I think that is just a fantastic sentence that I encourage anyone listening to as well, to start incorporating that and start telling those around you because the snowball that that will build up when you can instill confidence in your fellow man, it's a beautiful thing. I agree with what James said right there. And it even goes even further. Like when we and him were talking one night, I told him that I set these certain goals in my life. And he was like, cool. The next night he questioned me on all five things I said I was going to get done. I didn't get one of them done yet. And I was sitting in bed and all he texted me back was, I expect that to be done in the morning, brother. And I was like, and when he said that, it like resonated in me because the day before he was fired up. He's like, man, I'm really glad that you're taking these steps to do this. This is only going to help our company grow. And for me, this might be small, but for us, it's a big thing. Every day I reach out to 15 people on social media that I resonate with. And I just engage a conversation with, there's nothing, anything selling or anything. I just want to engage people. And every single day I message 15 people and I wasn't going to do it the second day because I was tired. And James is just telling me, he's like, man, you set the goal, not me. And I encourage you, I, I expect it to be done, man. Like, I encourage you to get done. For the next 10 minutes, I just stared at my phone, like a little bummed, a little frustrated. And I said, you know what? James, right, I'll just get it done real quick. And I tell you what, when I got those 15 people done, it was like this jolt of energy came through me because it wasn't James did it. It was I did it. And I felt so accomplished. And that feeling was so I mean, euphoric, just like, oh. 
man, I did that. Now I cannot, now I just chase that feeling every day. When I message my 15 people, James gets a text, already got the 15 people done. And now it's eight o'clock in the morning, but it's, it's those little elements that you change to be motivated. You motivate the person, you hold them accountable. And that motivation, if you keep it there, will turn into discipline. And then no one has to question you. Everybody wants to be around disciplined people because you hope to, to, to figure out what is making them click to be disciplined also. And I feel that you can be motivated, but when that person walks away, how long does that motivation stay? And for me, it was, that was always it. I'm around all these successful people and I walk away. I'm like, but I'm poor. Like, I don't have what they got. Who gives a freaking shit? Get out there and change your life. Go out there and start one step. What are you doing today to help tomorrow? And it was like those little elements and hearing James talk and what he has done and being like, I'm like, dude, I have all these resources in front of me and I've never touched any of them. And now it's just like, no, done, let's go. And let's help other people do what we're doing in their life, hiking, fitness, just being better parents, whatever the case may be, let's meet them where they're at and encourage them, keep them accountable. Those are the things that I message these people online. What are your goals this year? In a month, I'll go back and circle back because I write them all down and I message these people, how are your goals coming along? And they're like, wow, this is real. And I'm like, I told you, like I'm building a community naturally. And it gets James all fired up because he sees the message like, bro, you circle back. This is what we're doing. It had nothing to do about the product. It's about me challenging you to be the best you could be. You told me that you were going to do this. I didn't tell you, but I did tell you it was going to come back around. So I held my end of the bargain. Where are you at with yours? And now yeah. people love to be challenged. Like, bro, this dude circled back in two months. He's going to come back around again. And this time I'm going to tell him, it's like, bro, I'm weeks ahead of my goals. Good. Now it's time to, if you're ahead of it, now restructure. Yeah. So, sorry, I get on a ramp. Tom, that just goes back to this whole concept of seek to do more and how we feel that that is what people can be doing when they decide to. And that was me just holding Alex accountable to a goal he set for himself. I didn't set that goal for him. I didn't set anything for him. Alex deciding, shoot, James is holding me accountable to the goal I set for myself. Then he did it. And that has just continued to snowball to other things. And let's use that specific example of you messaging people that you just click with. You have formed dozens of relationships over the last couple months from people who you have just like naturally and organically had a human connection with. And that is, that's a beautiful thing. And that's what it comes down to. And that's what we're trying to do. And with the, the Seek to Do More movement, we're just trying to create a, a community of doers, whether you're trying to do more than you're currently doing because you can be better in this regard or that regard, or you're just a person who you're always talking, you're always saying, oh, wouldn't it be nice if I started a podcast? Wouldn't it be nice if I did this? Let's get you doing that. And then actually being out there doing the things, start the podcast. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what you need to start doing the podcast. Did you start it yet? No, I got this. Okay, what's the first thing you could do to starting a podcast? Okay, pick up these two microphones. Okay, you bought it. Great. You're on your way. Let's keep going. Maybe as a person, as a human being, I'm tired of all the talk and less doing. And maybe because that's just kind of how I, I operate. But I know the joy and the benefits of people's lives when they really start becoming a doer. And going back to what Alex was saying about when he was talking to his mentors, how they don't dream, they do. And dude, that's a powerful concept. 
And uh, it's something that on different scales and different levels, we can all do, we can all get there. And uh, yeah, it gets me fired up as well as it does Alex. And that's, if you want to know what absolute aid is in a nutshell and the brand and the men that you're supporting and the families you're supporting and what we're about, that's pretty much it. I'm going to definitely have you guys come back. And I think this is a great masterclass in just. We're long-winded. Sorry about that. You guys brought a whole different element of what leaders and how like entrepreneurs or how business can succeed, but also you're walking the wall versus talking the talk and just like these little elements, people, productivity hacks, there's a lot of things out there that say a lot of the stuff that you guys are saying, but the big differentiator is doing it. And it still sounds easy, but it's not easy because it's human nature procrastinations, the distractions, there's a lot of things, but just hearing all these things, I'm hoping that people, when they're listening to bullshit aside, excuses aside, like just get it done, little increments at a time, turns into discipline. I believe in that mantra a lot, like creating that habit to create the discipline. Alex, I want to be on your list, man. You better make me one of your 15. What the talk offline about that. But I really yeah. love the fact that you guys are doing this community thing. And that's what it's all about. I talk about community all the time. And just from a marketing standpoint, the brands that win, they're creating a community. No matter if you're a B2B or B2C brand, you create a community, the rest, it falls into place. Like that is the model moving forward. It's been the model the last couple of years, but people are still doing marketing and branding, not the right way or sales the right way. Build it the way you guys are doing it. And that's probably why you guys are really crushing it. What I like to uncover, I'm going to have you guys back on is I want to hear the stories of the challenges because I want people to see sure. and hear and experience because it's like... Everything, it sounds like people are probably looking at you guys like, wow, these guys are overachievers. They just get it done. That's not the case. You guys are disciplined. You're getting it done. But they need to see also the underlying, like you're going through the same struggles everyone else is. Yeah, we're definitely not overachievers. We just know it's basic kind of common sense and logic. Like I was saying that it takes a choice followed by action, which is creating the plan. And just effort requires no skill. It requires nothing but you making an effort. And things are just as difficult for Alex and I to accomplish the goals we're seeking as it is for you to accomplish yours or anyone else to accomplish theirs. But we are all here to aid in, in one another getting there because it's just great when humans in humans around us succeed in what they're trying to do. It's just a beautiful thing and it just gets everyone fired up and we all win. That's our mindset here. But yeah, this was fun. As I said, I do jujitsu. And I keep hearing all these black belts talk about relaxing, calming, be a good partner, help who you're rolling with. Even if you're better or worse, you should be a good partner all the time. Allow windows to put yourself in bad situations to fight out of it. Because when there's no hope, there's still hope. You got to relax. You got to calm. You got to stay relaxed. And that never was clicking in. And I've heard all these black belts. And I went to go see a gentleman named Cyborg. Our coach was getting his black belt. And he made a comment that he wanted to be a world champion. And he became a world champion at 43 years old or something like that, right? Um, he's like a fifth degree black belt now or fifth stripe black belt. And he made the comment, I could not become the best because when I started my school, no one was as good as me. He was the best there. So he had to build all of these men and women into his caliber to help him achieve his ultimate goal. So instead of being like, oh, I'm here, I'm just going to start going to hit it. He had no one in this corner. And now, 10 years later, before he became a world champion, he has 25 black belts underneath him. So when he goes and trains, ain't it a joke no more. Now he's training with black belts in his world. And it's like, that right there hit me so hard that I was like, wow, if you make a community around you 
and you build up all these people to be badasses and whatever they do, you're just going right up with them. It has nothing to do about me. It was all you. I just, I aided you to become the best you can be. And they, it was jujitsu for this group. But at the end of it, all of it became black belts, which allowed the professor to become a world champion. Now there's other world champions, six world champions underneath them. It's like that right there, how many times I've heard that, that was the day it clicked in for me. I was like, oh my gosh, my training from that day forward has changed. I got my first stripe two weeks later because I finally went, oh, it has no thing about me tapping or this. It's about if I get caught, now I know what happened when I got caught. Oh, when this yeah. happened, oh, everything changes because I slowed down everything. I became healthier mentally, physically. I became more sharp here. And then if you stop and you turn that into the business world, oh, bro, no one can stop you because something happens every day. Yeah. All right. Let's move forward. Why? <laughs> what we do. I was like, okay. You guys have both had the right mindset. Before we leave though, guys, people are probably going to want to follow up and, you know, connect with you guys and maybe want to be part of your community. So what's the best way for them to get uh, in touch with you? Our website is absoluteaid.com. Our Instagram YouTube, all that stuff, also absolute aid. And uh, yeah, that's where you can find us and hashtag seek to do more. We just want to see you guys doing great things. We have never arrived. We're always just moving up. At any stage you're at, you're making the choice to try to better something or try to get to a different spot in life. We just want to see your story. We want to hear it. We want to aid you in anything we can do. You want to buy our products? Cool. If not, still just as cool. Awesome. Let's build off one another and build that community. But yeah, absoluteaid.com is our home base. And if these people have any questions, just message them on Instagram. You have on our website, there's an info at absoluteaid.com. Message us. If we don't have the answers, we would love to get you in contact with someone that's in that world or in that profession to maybe guide you. Like everybody wants help and let help each other. Yes. You things just by yourself. There's always a community answering questions and helping here, aiding here. No questions, stupid. Don't feel embarrassed. That was my biggest thing of asking for help. It's who cares? Ask for help. It's better to say, I don't know, and then get the job done than saying, I'll figure it out. No, we don't have time to figure it out. Ask so we can help you. That might not be your strengths. Get help. It's okay. Love it. Yeah. Take the community, guys. So. Till next time, thank you so much for your time today and keep crushing it. Thank Thanks you so much. much. You too. Thanks for spending your time with us. This podcast is for you. And if you have any topics you'd like to learn more about or suggestions, please email us at podcast at indicativemarketing.com. And don't be a stranger. Connect with me on LinkedIn.